0: I need fuel. Mm. Give me fuel, take a flash, hit me, trace it out of sight. Now, here are your hosts John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Draft weekend season off season is pretty much over. I know it's over for me. I think it's over for Tom. There might be a few (laughs) days here where some people are doing their last draft, but I'm kind of glad it's over. It kind of all hit us at once. Um, I'll be doing a short stream tomorrow. Well, depending on when you listen to this, it might've been yesterday or today or two days ago. I don't know, Uh, but I'll be streaming Joe's third version of our big money drafts that nice. have a lot of money at the, on the line at the end of the season. So that should be fun. But yes, finally, we are done drafting our teams. Tom, how do you feel about your team's overall?
1: well there's a couple that I'm a little iffy on, especially this last one. I feel good <laughs> about it, but it's I didn't know anything going into it and that's on me. That's on me. I should have studied up on it, you know, but I went into it thinking it was just a regular draft, but no, it's a two B two QB draft, and I'm just like, oh no, this is throwing everything off. And then there's a huge premium to the tight end. Yes, didn't really understand how big of a premium it was, but I still feel relatively okay with it. I, 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 and I hate to say it, I <laughs> absolutely hate to say it, the one draft I feel the best about. Is the big money. I know. I'm feeling good about that too. I'm feeling good about it. I mean, I,
0: if we can just take down a couple of leagues, even if we don't make it far in the extra portion of that, we'll make a good chunk of money. So, yeah, that's yeah. all we got to do. We just got to make the playoffs in those and we'll yep, be fine. Yep, yep. Um, yep but yes, you were talking about this recently. We did network uh, hosted this one. It's kind of a copycat, Scott Fishbowl type league, but it is very weird. I was leaving work as the draft was no. starting. I had the 12th pick. So I was like, I know I have a few minutes to at least get to my car, get settled in before I'm I'm drafting on my phone, before I get home. And I'm looking at it, and I thought it was Superflex. And I was like, oh, the, I don't see a Superflex sitting. And then I look and I see QB, and under yeah. it it had zero of two. And I was like, oh. So it's a two QB league, not a super fight. So okay, mm-hmm. no big deal. It's not a huge difference. It is a little bit of a difference. And it then is. I'm looking, okay, what's the scoring setting? Okay, four points for quarterbacks for touchdowns. No big deal. That means I don't need to hurry and rush on quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. And then I see a uh, half-point PPR. I'm like, okay, so that takes it down a little notch. Some of my guys might not be worth as much. And then yeah. I saw premium an extra full point on top of the half point for tight ends. And I'm like, well, one of my first picks at uh, 12 and 13 is going to be Travis Kelsey. And guess what? He is predicted to get the most points on my team. Yeah. So, okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know initially. And then all of a sudden I saw McCaffrey went with the first pick, which, you know, that's probably very likely on almost every kind of draft. And then it was, I don't know if it was Patrick Mahomes or yes. Lamar Jackson, but it was back-to-back Ma- Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. And I was like, hold on, I'm the next pick. <laughs> I need to know some information about yes, this you guy. do. Because that didn't make sense for what I thought it was. So, yeah, it, it ended up kind of you know throwing me off a little bit, but I, I think I recovered pretty nicely.
0: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not a huge fan of all my running backs, but I went mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, Travis Kelsey, then Matt Stafford and uh, I don't think I didn't take Zach. Er, no, I took Adam Thielen. Then I took Zach Ertz on the way back around. I'm like, you know what? If it's tight end premium, he's going to yep, still yep, score yep. more than all these wide receivers. I mean, Zach Ertz is predicted to score 18 points week one. Adam Thielen, who I took before him, is yeah, predicted yeah. to score 13 and a half points. So yep. it's going to be interesting. I mean, sure. I, I adapt. You adapt. We'll see what happens. The only bad part about this particular league is there will be no trading. So yeah, to scour. I saw
1: saw the one guy pick back to back to back to back. Oh yes, quarterbacks, and And I was like, trade them. This is. This is just, yeah, you can't trade them. So you got four guys. You can't, tart, you can't start two of them yeah. all year long. You just hope, I guess you're saying, you know. I, oh, he has
0: more than that. Let me see if I can I, find I don't the even, guy. I did not
1: even know. I just saw all four of them back to back to back to back to back, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And he took them before got,
0: then, too. It was it was insane. Uh, I don't know, I can't even find it right now. But, yeah, the guy's got, like, six quarterbacks on his team, no lie. Yeah.
1: And one of the auto picks really made me mad because I was like, this is an auto pick. And it was Alex Smith. I was going to take him late. And I was oh. just like, I want Alex Smith because, you know, I think Dwayne Haskins ain't going to make it, you know, until week four or five or whatever it is until he's so bad they try something else. And I was just like, Alex Smith would be perfect if he's ready by then. And I think he he should be ready. I think, honestly, if it came down to it, they'd probably have him starting this, this <laughs> next week if, you know, they didn't have somebody else to, to go in that position. But anyway, besides that, I thought it was a fun draft. It was definitely interesting, and it was a good way to end all the drafts because yes. <laughs> it was something completely different that I didn't do all right. year. And it was definitely something I needed to, uh, you know, get a little more experience in, regardless of the fact that it, you know I've do super flexes and whatnot. But two QBs, it's a little different, so it it makes things it throws it shakes things up a little bit.
0: Yep, it's nice to have a little variety now. Yeah, almost too much variety when it comes to this is yeah. not a good thing because then you're looking at a league. And hopefully you're not thinking that this Superflex league is a normal league and then you put somebody in a position you don't want them or you drop a, a semi-whatever quarterback and you're like, oh, crap, wait, I needed him to fill in my bye weeks for my Superflex, <laughs> And, yeah, so you don't want to go too far outside the box unless that's, like, all you do all week. I mean, if I were getting paid, paid to do it all week. I'd be willing to do a whole bunch of different (laughs) leagues, but oh yeah, for sure. Until that happens, we're gonna tone it down a notch. But anyway, we are going to because by the time anybody is listening to this, your drafts are probably all done. So we're gonna talk about week one. I can't believe it. We're talking about real football. And we have a game as of this recording, like what, four days away? Yeah. Thursday night football, Kansas City versus Houston. And all I've got to say about that game is if you have anybody on offense in those games, I'd put them in the lineup. Like, I'd put them over (laughs) some certain people possibly because I think this first game is going to be just offense, offense, offense. I don't know about you.
1: I have no idea what to think when it comes to just, you know, whether or not it's the week one of this Type of year where it's COVID and whatever. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I I am hesitant to say that it's going to be offense, offense, offense. But I mean, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. And I, I have to. I have to imagine they're going to put up points, and so the Texans are going to try and counter. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, it, it could be a lot of points, and I could also see there being just a bunch of mistakes happening, <laughs> and something just true. doesn't work right. Just haven't had a lot of time together. Uh, in general for this week one. So week one might be a little bit different as far as my point of view. I want to see kind of how things are going before I actually really make these stronger predictions. But this week I still have some predictions that I can hash out a little
0: bit. Well, it is kind of an apt first game with the last news that has been out on certain players. I mean, earlier on this offseason, Patrick McCombs made a gajillion dollars. Well, Deshaun Watson just ended up making slightly less than the gajillion dollars that Patrick Holmes made. So those guys are feeling real good about the Mm -hmm. rest of their careers, and hopefully they're going to show it off. Now, neither of these defenses are, like, particularly scary. That's why I'm on the offensive kick. Now, here's a good question, and I know there's no way to really answer this, but I'm, I'm wanting a gut reaction which Houston wide receiver do you think comes out on top week one? (laughs) Man, I tell
1: you week one, I I just, I'm going to give it to Will Fuller just because I don't know how many more weeks he's going to
0: have. Got to say it now because I might not have it next week. (laughs) It might not
1: happen next week. So I I think he's, he's that kind of player to where when he's out there, he does give you points. So I, I actually like Will Fuller this week. Um, if there's going to be a lot of offense, this this is going to be a lot of my statement. If there's <laughs> going to be offense, if, 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 because there's just been so much not, you know, the only a preseason, You're not even one single game right. where you can actually play against another team and say, yes, I feel good about this. So we'll see what happens. There could be a lot of offense, and if there is, I think Will Fuller has a a good you know couple downs before he gets hurt. <laughs> a couple
0: downs. Oh man, we love Will Fuller too, but we still <laughs> rag on him every chance yeah, we get. Yeah, yeah. But you are a hundred percent right there, Will Fuller in week one since he's healthy as far as we know. I mean, there's still three and a half days before he gets on the football field. Something could happen. It's mm-hmm. usually been mm-hmm. in game for him when he's going a hundred percent. But yeah, if the Houston Texans are going to keep up with the Kansas city chiefs. Will Fuller's going to have to be a part of it. And we've had some stuff, you know, where we think Kenny Stills might get involved. There's a lot of Randall Cobb love. It's and kind of, of course on the Cobb
1: stuff. I don't understand that.
0: I don't uh, either. And of course you can't not talk about Brandon cooks. He's a yeah, new guy a there. Right. Yep. And so there's plenty of weapons week one for Deshaun Watson. So, I like the odds that this is going to be an exciting game. Uh, What can we say about the Chiefs other than if you have them, you're going to put them in your lineup. You might be thinking twice about guys like McCole Hardman or Sammy Watkins if you're in deeper leagues and you have questions at your flex position. Obviously, everybody's playing Clyde Edwards Hilaire -Hilaire because y'all – dummies drafted him in the first round at pick three and four this last weekend i don't know what that's about i am getting really di- is crazy i was it's hoping weird. go ahead go
1: ahead yeah i'm just saying it's 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 weird to see the clyde edwards hilaire thing and then two two days ago i picked up somebody that i would i said i would never have again <laughs> yes you did and it's Sammy Watkins, but he fell so far, and I'm just looking at everybody else. I'm like, you know, he's still got a legitimate chance to give me a couple good weeks. And I, that's all I wanted right there. And I, It's just really strange. He's falling so far, but you got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who you would never even seen play. No. And he's going third overall in some cases. I'm sorry, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it does not. I, you, you, have to, you have to have something that you've seen in the nfl he hasn't even played against another team so there was no preseason nothing nothing you're just basing it off of the fact that he fits the scheme that's it
0: now i was hoping that they would make a move when all the cuts took place and there was guys available and i was hoping the chiefs were going to sign adrian peterson just to shake up everything (laughs) and make everybody with Clyde Edwards go, oh oh no, now what do I do? Instead, Adrian Peterson went to the second best place for me. I I literally laughed out loud at work. I got a notification. I was like, whoa! Oh, oh, that is amazing. Uh, hey, everybody out there with DeAndre Swift and on yeah. Johnson, guess no. what? AP's back with his boy Daryl Bevel on the offensive side of the ball, and uh, it, that is just going to be terrible.
1: Yeah, it makes me want absolutely none of them. I don't want AP. I don't want Swift. I don't want any of them. It's just it, garbage. on Johnson's already garbage to me. He's always been garbage. I, I wanted want none
0: out. of them before it was cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Swift. I thought he was going to take that spot and now all of a sudden there's competition for that. And it's just uh, Adrian Peterson, it's the name alone that's right. going to get him touches. I don't think he's better than Swift. Now, I don't. But here, here's a parallel
0: to think about real real quick. Do you remember when the Saints signed Adrian Peterson and was like, "Oh, this could be great." Yeah, and then they were there. like, uh, you know what? AP's not that great." And then this guy named Alvin Kamara was like, hey, hey, guys, uh, you should have took me a lot earlier than you did. So you never know. Maybe that'll be the kick in the butt that DeAndre Swift needs to show everybody up and prove me wrong. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I I, I, got my hopes. I like,
1: I like Swift a lot. I really do. I think he's got the talent to make it big in the NFL, but they obviously haven't seen it yet yep. with the practices. So Adrian Peterson's on the team. I, I don't trust any of them right now. I
0: right. So we'll stick with. The Lions, and we'll talk about that game quick. Lions at home versus the Bears. And Mitchell Trubisky as the starting quarterback week <laughs> one for the Chicago Bears, which I don't know if anybody really saw that coming. They just assumed after trading a pick for Nick Foles and the contract that Nick Foles has. Mm-hmm. Granted, he like rearranged it a little bit for them so it wasn't as bad of a deal as we all thought it was. But here we go. Falls back on the bench trubisky at the helm what do you think that's going to do for guys like Allen robinson and Tariq cohen and david montgomery if he's even going to be ready for week one or are, are yeah, you a, they, are you afraid they of these guys
1: might. yeah well the only guy i'm not afraid of is alan robinson because okay. he targets him like crazy he does. Trubisky is a huge robinson guy so i feel really good about putting him in my lineup this week If I have him, Uh, it's not like I probably wouldn't anyway because he's probably still a starting wide receiver regardless of who's uh, the quarterback. But, yeah, Tariq Cohen, I don't feel good about it. I don't know what's going to happen with Montgomery at this point. I don't trust any other wide receiver on that team. I like Anthony Miller. I think he's got talent. I just don't trust in Trubisky to get him the ball the way he should be. If it was Nick Foles, I would consider somebody like Anthony Miller because I do believe he's the better quarterback. All around, right? Uh, maybe, maybe not so much during these practices, but I think we're gonna find out that Trubisky within a couple weeks is not looking as good as they need to. And <laughs> if he is, so be it. Let it happen, and he can he can have that really bad off second year or was a third year, whatever however long he's been in the league now. Yep. And then all of a sudden, week or year four is you know the special one. He's gonna I don't pull know a Devontae
0: Parker at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just
1: I, yeah, I don't. I don't know why that you would even start him at this point. You got somebody who won a Super Bowl in Nick Foles, but that's a t- completely different topic. I yes. I just think that the only guy I can trust in on the Bears right now, other than maybe Montgomery, if he plays, and I know he's completely healthy and ready to yeah. go, I would be okay with Montgomery in some situations, probably not most this week. Right. But um, the only guy I can trust in is Robinson at this point.
0: All right, and as far as the Lions, I think we can all agree that, if you have Stafford as your QB one, it's it I know the Bears defense mm-hmm. is fine, but Stafford has his weapons. He's got Kenny yeah. Galladay, you're playing mm-hmm. him. Marvin Jones, yeah. if you've drafted him, most cases he's probably at worst a flex play for you. And we already discussed, um, probably not starting any Lions running backs week one, because no, unless you not don't have happening. much else and you drafted DeAndre Swift thinking he was going to be your RB2 or a flex, you might have to stick him in. Might.
1: Oh, my gosh. I mean, he he he'll, I'm not going to say Adrian Peterson is going to be great week one. I, <laughs> I don't even know how many touches he's going to get. I mean, he's on a new team. He's probably going to learn a little bit. I mean, I know you hand off, you run up the gut, whatever, yeah. but it – I, I don't. I think there's a, going to be a little bit of something with Adrian Peterson, and they got they got three guys now. So I don't even know what they're going to do. Nope. Nobody knows right now. There's just absolutely everything's up in the air. You just kind of hope that Swift gets most most the carries, yes. <laughs> most of the touches, and he just you know throw your hands up and say I got lucky. Yeah. And I don't know. I, it's really <laughs> difficult. I can't. I have to stay away from all of them. I was you know doing this last draft and. I'm like, okay, oh, the swift. Oh, wait, no, I can't do that. Dang it, can't do that. You know, I'm like wondering why is he still on the board and There's no a reason.
0: One. Just like a guy yeah. like Keyshawn Vaughn lasted until like the seventeenth, eighteenth no, yeah. round or something. I'm like, and I was still Dang. like, yeah, I just rather not. So. so
1: funny because he was so hyped up, like almost initially after they drafted him. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the guy. This is the guy. He's he's better than everybody else on that team. <laughs> and then it fell down. It fell down a little more. And it fell down a little more. And now it's completely gone because there's no chance in all the world that he becomes a starting running back unless everybody gets hurt. That's the only way.
0: All right, let's move on. Seattle at Atlanta. There is a lot of Mm. firepower in fantasy football Mm. on these two teams. Everybody knows I love me some Russell Wilson, who I just drafted in this Mm. current last draft. Uh, you're playing Tyler Lockett. You're playing DK Metcalf if you drafted him. Oh yes. You're good playing plan. Chris Carson if you drafted him. There's really Probably. nothing else on Seattle that you need to worry about. Matt Ryan, Julio, Ridley, Gurley, you're playing them all. Hayden Hurst is the one that I'm hoping is going mm. to be a good guy. I actually don't have a ton of shares of him. It seems like <laughs> I hyped him up a little too much and people it were did. taking him before mm. I got the chance. Um uh this last draft I took uh Ertz and uh Kelsey so I knew I wasn't going to get Hayden Hurst unless I wanted to take in third tight end super early which yep. I probably should have I should just play like four tight ends in that league but probably we'll see. yeah neither here nor there do you have any uh sneaky or standout guys that I didn't mention
1: uh I mean you never know uh with you know somebody like Greg Olson if you're really feeling like you just <laughs> gotta do something I would it's not a bad play it's just not the play I'd go with if you probably have somebody else will Disley I just don't trust it a lot of people like Disley more than Greg Olson I don't think I do I don't know what it is about it I just can't I can't get wrap my head around it. I can't put my finger on it I just don't want to touch Disley this year I think Greg Olson will have a better year. Um, that's really about it. I mean, everything seems pretty self explanatory. You got Ridley and Julio and all that. So yeah. I don't think there's much else you can really have to worry about.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to let you take this next game because you're going to be the <laughs> expert on these two teams. Because uh-huh. you got your homer picks, and I'm talking about Jets' homer picks, and then you got your other homer picks because you're even higher on Josh Allen than I am this year. So yeah, what do you true, got yeah. with Jets and Bills?
1: Well, we're going to discuss it a little bit in the Jets' sure. uh, back row Jets show coming up next after this. Um, but the Jets have to do a lot to win this game, <laughs> in my opinion. And there's going to be, I think there's going to be a, a little bit more of Le'Veon than what sure. maybe we anticipated because we're still recovering from from some of these uh, wide receiver injuries. Nobody's really 100%. I mean, not even, not even Crowder's 100%. No. He's fine. He's going to play. But he's, he's not 100%. So I, I just it's not good as far as the <laughs> wide receivers go for the New York Jets. I believe Crowder's going to be fine. He'll probably be a, a play on most teams, but I think Levinon's going to get some get some touches, get some catches, and he's going to have some points in fantasy football. When it comes to the Buffalo Bills, I think Josh Allen could have a lot of points because the Jets, of don't know how week. the Jets don't know how to stop him from running the ball. We can stop him from passing the ball just fine. I don't have I don't think right. there's too much of an issue there. I think we'll be able to do that relatively well. He's gonna get his moments. Yeah. But I when when we play against Josh Allen, it's it's demoralizing <laughs> when all of a sudden it's third and six, he drops back, can't find nobody, and he just scoots up the middle or scoots off to the side and gets a first down with his legs. That will kill the Jets if we can't if we can't stop that, we're not gonna win. Yep. It's and I, I I think Josh Young is going to have good value. Uh, Diggs could have decent value, but I, I think we can stop the passing game. I think if, if we can't stop Singletary, that's going to be a problem as well. He's got that ability to where he can just kind of juke out. We have to wrap him up initially and stop him. Otherwise, he's going to have a good game too.
0: Uh, my sneaky pick in this one because he's been falling in drafts. I don't remember if I've gotten him anywhere Mo- ma- mainly because I've tried to get digs, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. have multiple receivers on the Bills. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think John Brown has a good week one because they're going to be so worried about Stephon Diggs. Not saying that they'll be able to stop Stephon Diggs as well because we all know the Jets' defensive backfield isn't exactly top tier right now. So it's possible that multiple guys can have good de- games for uh, Buffalo. But I think John Brown has the best week one of all those guys still getting used to Diggs being in that receiving core and Josh Allen maybe running the ball more because they're focused on stopping him passing. I don't know. I like John Brown week one. I'll just go with that.
1: I'll say this. No, Steve. Now that's where I can't. I can't go back and say that because we nope, did. You sure can't. We I don't did know have. Saying, but. We did have healthy <laughs> linebackers in week one last year. Oh right. Against the Bills. Yes. And so now I'm like, okay, well, we didn't have Williamson last year. That's end. true. Like, oh, wait, so wait, wait it's a, a, a wash, second. kind of wait with Mosley. Second.
0: But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we got a bunch of games. We'll try and get through them. Green Bay at Minnesota again. Lots of firepower mm. and fantasy football mm-hmm. here. Is. Besides the main guys, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, you're maybe playing Kirk Cousins depending on your views of him. He's in super flex play. Dalvin Cook, obviously. Adam Thielen, my guy, is going to get his targets. After that. What do you think is going to be the sneaky start here? Is it gonna be a guy like Alan Lazard? Marquez Valdez, yep. Scantling was being talked up by Rodgers. We got BC Johnson outplaying Justin Jefferson in camp. We got yep. two tight ends on the Vikings roster and Irv Smith and Kyle Rudolph, and you got Jay Sternberger, and apparently uh what's his name? Robert Tanyan or whatever is supposedly <laughs> outplaying him like is there any of those guys that you're willing to stick into a semi-deep lineup?
1: I wouldn't mind Lazard um, if it's, you know, semi-deep. If it's really deep, I'd go BC. Uh, that th- It's funny because these these two guys I'm talking about I just picked up in this yes, last draft. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at all of the entire rankings, and I'm just like, man, I don't really like any of these guys. I'm scrolling down. I don't like him. Don't like him. And all of a sudden, there's He's some guys. still I'm available? Like, and, and it's just like, okay, I guess, I mean, he's technically the number two guy in the Green Bay Packers, and it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry, I like Lazard. I know uh, <laughs> yeah. MVS is going to have a, a, a halfway decent year, but I really like Lazard, and I know that Lazard had success last year. And Aaron Rodgers loves when guys have success. He's going to go back there. He's going to keep going there. Obviously, Adams is going to take most of the targets, most of the looks, but I think Lazard's going to have a good year, a good week. Uh, to that even because there's going to be a lot of passing. I really think this, this to me, my opinion, could outperform point-wise than that first week or the first uh, game on Thursday night.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's a bit of a prediction. I like it. I, I like it.
1: I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why. I don't like the Packers' defense. Nope. And I don't like the Vikings' defense too much. So I think, obviously, if, if this could be the, the difference. I don't like the Packers running defense. Oh, so I sure. think Delvin Cook, Delvin Cook could have a really big week. I, okay. c- I can see that happening. He could be, I mean, obviously McCaffrey I really like. Um, Barkley's going to be decent, but I think he's going against Pittsburgh, so that's going to be a little bit different, difficult for him. I like uh, Pittsburgh's middle linebackers for sure. sure, so I think that they're going to be able to stop him and he's not going to get more than five yards on each carry Um, Zeke, obviously is going to have a decent week. I think Devin cooks right up there. He might be my number two ish three ish play.
0: All right. Well, uh, we'll try and get some uh, predictions out for this weekend. I think we're going to leave the Thursday night game out of our predictions this week. We're just going to enjoy that one. And then we'll give some, uh, Good picks, bad picks for the weekend coming up. Um, What's the over-under on a broken collarbone for Aaron Rodgers in week one against the Vikings? (laughs) I I, I don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. All right, just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, (laughs) Quickly, Miami at New England. This is the dawn of a new era. Now, Miami used to be that team that just gave new England fits and for whatever reason, had Tom Brady's number once in a while, what is going on in new England versus Miami this year? It's going to be a whole new ball game. Who who do you like in this one week one? I think
1: it's really strange. Like I, I don't have cam Newton on my rankings at all. And After we did our last episode with a final rankings update, I'm just thinking about it. like Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. This could be really dangerous. If if Bill Belichick knows Cam Newton's strengths, he doesn't go down easily in the backfield. He knows how to run the ball. And I kept pushing him up in my mind in my rankings because I just think Cam Newton's going to have a pretty decent year. And I really hope they don't. They aren't successful, but I think Cam Newton could have a good year with with running the ball, and then you know the more time he has standing up in the pocket because he doesn't go down easily, the more that he can throws to Edelman. And I think when it comes to Cam Newton, we've seen him how many times rush in for a touchdown sure. when they're down the goal line. I think he's going to have more value in fantasy football than people r- realize. So if you haven't done your draft yet and you're still listening to this, I'm pushing him up my board a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I can't say that I'm going to argue with you. Which usually means when we're both thinking the same way, pushing a guy up our <laughs> rankings, that it's probably a guy you should stay away from. But I, he's got great value where you're getting him in these last drafts, even after. He, well, I, he was named ish the starting quarterback, but Bill Belichick still like I haven't named anybody starting nah, quarterback that's just and, who he is that's yeah, how he does things we know he's going to be the yeah. starting quarterback week one mm-hmm. and that is fine uh fire up your Devonte parkers preston williams <laughs> is a sneaky guy uh week one uh, is the number two in miami uh ryan fitzpatrick obviously if you're hurting like we are in one league we're gonna have to start him week one and that's <laughs> yep, yep, yep. just fine uh, New England, James White and Julian Edelman are really the only guys I have any confidence in. What about you?
1: Pretty much, other than Cam Newton, I don't I don't trust right. in anybody else on that team. Uh, I have to see it to believe it, I guess, until something happens.
0: All right, then we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Football Team, <laughs> and uh, well, it is going to be an interesting season for the Eagles. Which, by the way, I will be the new host of the Back Row Eagles show. So you see it here, Jets and Eagles. We are both going to now be hosting uh, after tonight, probably more solo than together, but we'll do some stuff together too on those shows. But here we go, Back Row Eagles show. I'm excited to do it and uh, yell and scream just like the rest of the Eagles fans usually (laughs) do during the season. Um, Other than that, obviously everybody's starting. Miles Sanders, Carson Wentz. Zach yep. Ertz, uh, yep. for Washington. Terry McLaurin and uh, maybe Antonio Gibson.
1: Man, I can't trust that right now. I can't. I mean, I just can't. I, I don't honestly trust anything other than McLaurin, and that's hard to trust, even right. with Dwayne Haskins. I, I just don't like. Just don't like it. Don't yeah. like him at all.
0: I will say week one. If you've got a spot that you're worried about in your flex. You don't know who to go to Eagles versus Washington. Throw your Deshaun Jackson in there. He's mm. going to burn them. He has their number, and it was amazing last year in week one before he got hurt the next week, so <laughs> get him in there while you can. He probably will score a bunch of points week one because Carson Wentz was looking for him often and yep. deep so if you're in those bonus leagues like this last one actually has bonus points for long touchdowns too that we were in uh, so deshaun jackson would be an auto play in that league for me mm. but mm. other than that i'm not trusting too much in any if you have to play dallas goddard i'm okay with it i will be mm. in this league because of the tight end premium but yeah that's true that's true other than yeah,
1: I'm, that I'm, I'm almost i'm almost more okay with goddard than some of the starting tight ends that a lot of people are talking about right. i think there's going to be more trust in goddard in Ertz and you know to jackson then even like elson jeffrey i just i almost oh, rather play yeah. like goddard than any of them i just ugh, i just don't like that at all so goddard has some value i, I might take a couple weeks to uh to you know hash it out and tell and see what he what kind of value he actually does have but he's definitely somebody who's got something in the tank for at least in in the future sure <laughs> that's all I can really say I guess
0: all right we got uh the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers I think it's pretty easy right now with all the injuries and stuff going on with the Raiders maybe not week one because we really don't know but I like Brian Edwards. I finally got him in a league tonight, but that's yeah. only because I really waited on wide receivers because it was just not a, a league. you had to play three, but it's really not a premium for wide receiver league. So he's like my number two or three wide receiver. So I'm hoping <laughs> Brian Edwards is good, um, but it's going to be Edwards and Ruggs for the most part. And then you got Darren Waller, obviously playing Josh Jacobs and CMC, DJ Moore. And after that, is there anybody? Yeah, it's really difficult.
1: I mean, I, I I get really really hard to say that I'm starting any of their Raiders uh wide receivers. I mean I'd be starting Jacobs, so that's probably about it for the yep. Raiders. And Waller. I, I, I just Yeah, yeah, Waller as well. I just don't feel anything good coming out of the wide receiver position at all. I'm not starting Carr unless I have to, depending on what kind right. of league you're in um yeah that's that's all I can say about the Raiders um as for uh, uh, Carolina, Carolina Panthers that CMC uh <laughs> that's all I really trust in on that team I mean maybe I could consider some of the wide receivers but man that's it's just really difficult when I just don't like their quarterback that much either so yep it's man. getting it's getting iffy
0: All right, the next one has a whole lot of ifs, too. Indianapolis (laughs) at Jacksonville. I mean, Phillip Rivers is basically a QB2 for everybody this year. Um, Then you've got Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and my guy, Niamh Hines. Who knows if you're playing any of those week one. I know there's a lot of people drafting Jonathan Taylor high. We get it. We saw the hype. We saw him play at Wisconsin. He was amazing. I don't know any Wisconsin running back that has really wowed us ever going to the pros. Even Melvin Gordon has just kind of fallen off for us and he never really got it going. Uh, T Y Hilton, you're obviously putting in your lineups. Uh, I like Jack Doyle in, if you punt at the tight end position or if you're in a league like we just did where it's super tight end premium and you can put him in your flex. Um, other than that, then you got Jacksonville, and I think I took Divino Zigbo in this last draft <laughs> just because I was like, well, maybe. It's going to be somebody, right? <laughs> I'm not playing him week one. Don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. I'm also not playing Gardner Minshew. I'm not nope. a huge fan of DJ Shark. I, I get it. He's talented, but Minshew makes me afraid of him. And then after that, bleh.
1: I think you're playing Chark. I, I, I if you I, drafted I, him, you're playing
0: him. I didn't draft yeah, him anywhere.
1: Yeah, I don't think I have him anywhere either. It's funny because I really like Chark. I think he's got talent outside, out of you know, coming out of his nose. Yeah, sure. But when it when it comes to Minshew, it's like I trust him enough to get Chark the ball. That's about okay. it. I don't trust him <laughs> anything else. So I, I would still play Chark, and I do. I don't have him though. That's the problem. I would never actually drive. there's always somebody else there. I'm like, oh, I, I'd rather have this guy other than Chark. So I, it's not that I don't want him. I just never really had him.
0: If you have to play a Jacksonville running back, I will say the only one that I'm any comfortable with is Chris Thompson. That is the only one that I have any comfort level, and that's in a full PPR league.
1: Yeah, if you have to play a Jacksonville running back this week and you just drafted, then you drafted bad. (laughs) I'm sorry. You drafted poorly if you have to play a Jacksonville running back this week. I'm sorry. That's That's on you. That's on you.
0: DFS might be a different thing, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about yeah, that, that this basketball, coming basketball. Sunday morning. Uh, mm-hmm. I should be live Sunday morning. Uh, I don't know if you have the time to do it this coming weekend. If not, no big deal. We'll we'll get you in on uh, yeah. different days, but we will be live. At least I will be answering questions Sunday morning on Twitch. So uh, if you've got questions, which I know there's going to be a ton of week one, I'll be there for you. Um uh, let's move on. Cleveland at Baltimore. Obviously there's still a ton of guys on both of those teams that yeah. are going to be in lineups. You're not benching OBJ, you're not benching Landry, you're not benching nope. uh Hunt or Chubb. You're not benching nope. Lamar Jackson, you're not benching Mark not Andrews, not. you're not benching Mark Ingram. Some people probably be playing JK Dobbins and Hollywood Brown. So there's a lot going on here. But it's Cleveland at Baltimore and it's bound to be a stinker of a game just because it's a great rivalry and it's week one and maybe Lamar Jackson is shaking off some rust and Baker Mayfield looks good. I don't know. It could be one of those weeks where it's very surprising how little comes out of this game.
1: You no, know, that's that's possible. I'm starting to warm up a little bit more to Baker Mayfield. I I'm saw that. To, oh yeah, I did. I, did uh, I took him in this last draft. I'm just like, you know what? I don't have him anywhere else. And if he does get better, I mean, he's got the talent around him. He has to be good, <laughs> right? He has you everything think. you possibly need as a quarterback to be successful. I think this could be the year he actually does something. So I'm, I, I'm just hoping for it i took him as my quarterback number two and just said that's it if he doesn't do it i'm totally done never going back with him ever again but i have to i have to try that take the chance at least once this sure. year on him
0: No, oh, i get it uh there's a couple other guys like austin hooper that if you waited long enough you might have to play that's- him in week one i'm just not expecting a whole lot i took him as a flyer backup tight end super late in. i think it was the listener league draft i was like uh, I he's still there, I I guess. As much as we loved him <laughs> last year, I don't like him for almost the very same reasons. He's not in a very tight end, friendly offense, and I don't know that Baker Mayfield really cares about his tight end.
1: Yeah, it's really strange because I think of Hooper, and I think, you know, i got to keep him up there. He's got the talent, and I think, you know, there's chance that he could have a, a big year. And then I just, in my mind, I, I drop him down from my rankings, but yeah. not in my paper rankings. That's <laughs> It's the strangest thing. It is weird. I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting there doing drafts. I'm looking at my rankings, and I'm comparing my thoughts to my
0: rankings. I'm like, <laughs> man,
1: I, I got him ranked up here, and it makes sense, but I just don't want to
0: go there. Nope. So I go with somebody else instead. <laughs> You're just hoping, like, okay, somebody else has to take him. So then I have a reason <laughs> to get the guy that's ranked below him and right. I don't have to reach for him. And, you know, you. All you fantasy football guys out there, you know the thought process we're going through. You're like, I should take that guy, but I don't want to. Hopefully somebody <laughs> else will do it, so I'm not tempted to. You know, it's that along the same lines when you're doing an auction draft, like, man, I really should bid up this guy. He's going really cheap, but I don't really want to get him if I get stuck with him at this bid. Like, you don't you don't <laughs> want to get stuck with him. Um All right. Chargers and Bengals. This is a chance. For a couple of guys to show up and have a good week one performance and have people scrambling to the waiver wires to pick up some quarterbacks that maybe weren't drafted right away in Terod Taylor and Joe Burrow. I know there's probably yeah. a lot more Joe Burrow that got drafted just for the sheer upside but I think Trod Taylor is going to show a little bit week one because it's not like the Bengals are that great of a defense. <laughs> and he does have the offensive weapons. You're not benching Keenan Allen. Mike Williams will not be available for most of September last I read. And, of yeah. course, we both love some Hunter Henry. And Austin yes. Eckler is going to be in your lineup. After that, there's not really much in the Chargers that I'm looking for. And then yeah, Cincinnati, never. I mean I, – you tell us where is Cincinnati going? <laughs> I seen you draft. I think you've drafted Tyler Boyd a couple times. I don't know if you got any shares uh, of AJ once. Green.
1: I know I took Tyler Boyd at least once, and that was at least a, well, a couple days ago. I took Boyd, and then my very next pick was AJ Green. Oh, that's right, said, you got them it. both. I, I got both of them. If they both do well, that's great. If one of them does well, that's great. At least I got something out of one of them. Right. That this might. There were still. You know, top of the board listings. You right. know, I won two wide receivers. Boyd had a lot of success <laughs> last year. Green has had success in the past, so if he's kind of bounce back and be that new, uh, the, uh, the old AJ Green that we remember, then so be it. I'll I'll have some some good wide receivers there. The only thing is Burrow. You don't really know exactly right. what you're getting out of him yet. But I took a chance on him. I think I think they're both plays this week. If you draft them, you probably play them at sure. a flex spot at the very least. Um, unless you got really good wide receivers that you ended up drafting before, I am. But I kind of doubt it. So you, they're probably playing both of them. I don't think there's anybody else. Uh, yeah, you're probably playing. You're probably playing mixing. Well, I would. Imagine. I would hope so. Um, uh, let's see what else. I wouldn't obviously do Burrow. Yeah, that's it. I don't yeah. like anybody else in that team.
0: Again, these not these, yet. Not yet. Uh, uh, yet. Where I was kind of going with that was these two quarterbacks have a chance to be cheap in the DFS lineups week one. That's true. So, again, more on Sunday. We'll get there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. uh, That is such an intriguing matchup week one. It's Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. And just fire up anybody that you've got on these two teams. Evans, Godwin, Gronk. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, even Latavius Murray could be a play week 1. <laughs> Manuel Sanders. Eh, I'm not going to Jared Cook. I just don't care about Jared Cook. Um nope. then you got the Tampa I'm Bay little- running back situation. Are you playing Leonard Fournette week 1? I
1: No. Nope, I'm not. I don't think I'm playing anybody on the uh, running backs situation yet. If I drafted one of them, so be it. I'll have them, and that's great. But I, I can't. I can't go anywhere yet. Not yet. Not yet. With Fournette, if I f- see that something's going on there, and he actually does take that role and is product is producing the way a running back normally would, and maybe not so much what Ronald Jones would do mm. or whoever else it would be on that running back uh, scenario for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but. I would assume it's going to be a quite a bit of passing in this game, and it's going to be fun to watch. But knowing knowing <laughs> that, it probably means it's going to be an absolute stinker of a game. Maybe like nine to three or whatever it is. It's going oh. to be something stupid. We're all going to be like all hyped up for this game, and then it's going to just be. Well,
0: that's how it was it was last year, the year before when. New Orleans and Atlanta went together, and we were just like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> two amazing offenses. This ended up being like 12 to 9 or something stupid like that, and everybody had a stinker of a fantasy game, like even Julio, right. yeah. and all those guys were just <laughs> nothing. So, obviously, you're not benching any of these guys, and you're hoping for high scoring, but, yeah, that's our mentality. Whenever we see this sweet, juicy offense versus offense matchup, right. it's going to be a disappointment. So. We've got offense versus offense. Now it's going to be an offense versus defense.
1: Arizona Mm.
0: at San Francisco. That's going to be interesting, and please, please, please temper your expectations. Don't get down on any of these Cardinals offensive guys after week one. If San Francisco's defense comes out and plays like they did last year, maybe you can sneak away one of those guys on the Cardinals offense in a trade after week one if they don't show up against San Francisco. So you're going to play your guys, but I wouldn't expect a ton of. And then just keep your eye out. Maybe somebody's frustrated. Maybe somebody immediately puts DeAndre Hopkins up on the trade block after week one. Please (laughs) see what they want. See if you can sneak (laughs) him away. That's what I'm looking for in this game. I don't even care about the game itself. I'm almost hoping that Arizona has a stinker of a game so I can try and peel away some of that talent.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. If if that does happen, I could totally, totally see somebody saying, you know what, this team was supposed to be great offensively. Everybody was talking them up. I can't stand the fact that they only scored, you know, six points, seven points, whatever. I'm not saying that happened. But and then all of a sudden, they just get super dumb and just say, everybody I got from that team, or whoever it is from that team, Kyler Murray even, yeah. uh, trade, I'm trading him away. Yeah, sign me up. Give me some Kyler Murray. You just played the best defense in the league, yeah. possibly. I mean, last year they were so fantastic that they made a bad quarterback have success. <laughs> and so I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm not saying he's just awful. Garoppolo has some talent. But there's no chance. That if that defense wasn't as good as it was, that they would make they would they might not even have made the playoffs. Just flat out, if that defense was average, they may not even have made the playoffs, let alone win the division and get all the way to you know, the Super Bowl. You know, obviously, they didn't have success
0: yeah. there. But too bad. Uh,
1: yeah, too bad. Too bad. Um, but no, when it comes to the 49ers offense, I still am fine with Debo. A lot of people are high on uh, Ayuk or Ayuk or Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, I, I am. I'm not there. I'm not there. I just have to I have to trust in Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, George Kittle is an automatic play. There's no question there. Um, but this could be the week, and this is my little, if you're playing DF, uh, Daily Fantasy, I can't. For some reason, acronyms and stuff don't click <laughs> with me. But uh, if you're playing Daily Fantasy football, I think this would be the week that I'm saying I want a little bit of Tevin, Tevin Coleman because he's going to be cheap, and I don't believe in Mostert. So I think Coleman's going to have actually a pretty decent week this week.
0: All right. Well, I only have one share of Debo, but I'm not firing him up week one. I got him as a super value, I believe, in the listener league, so I don't need to play him week one. But other than that, I mean, if he shows up, okay, I'll probably find a way to stick him in there or make a trade because I've got decent wide receivers already. But, yeah, other than that, it's just Kittle. And, I mean, I know there's people that drafted Mostert to be an RB2 or a flex play, so you're going to stick him in there. Tom and I are. don't really believe in him this year. No, so, I yeah. Either. I might not be starting Tevin Coleman, except maybe in some DFS. No, I'm not starting him. Yeah, yeah. i not I'd starting said,
1: Only in DFS, that's what I would do. I, hey, I got the acronym right. But, yeah. Uh, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it anywhere else. But I will say this about Debo Samuel, because you seem like you were not going to play him. Put it this way. The offense they're going against is probably one of the better on paper offenses that they're going against. So if if that defense isn't as good as what they were last year, you would expect that they're going to get more point, you know, give up more points. So Devil Samuel is going to have to do something then, and that's the only way I'm going to say when when are they going to play another offense this good? I don't even believe the Seahawks are as good offensively on paper,
0: on paper. as the Cardinals are. <laughs> I am more on the Seahawks bandwagon as far as offense goes this year, but that's because I have Russell Wilson playing out of his mind, and that's where I'm at there. I, but I your, like the your logic offense. is sound. I'll put it yeah, that way. Right. Uh, then we've got the Sunday night game, which, man, it probably a lot of people will want to watch this, but – when I look at it, I can't stand it. I'll watch it, but I will be hating every minute of it and loving every minute of it. I don't it's a weird mixed emotion for me because obviously as an Eagles fan, I hate seeing the Dallas Cowboys do well, but like you've heard before, Tom and I are not big fans of the Rams either, and mm. I don't like them. I don't it's something about golf and those guys just kind of I don't know, they get under my skin when it comes to, like, fantasy football. That being said, I got a couple shares of Cooper Cup, and I think he's going to do well this year. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) there's
1: no question he's going to do well this year. I think he's going to do well this week for sure because if everybody's right and it seems like everybody's pretty much on the same page that the the Dallas Cowboys are going to do their best to have a (laughs) high-scoring offense. Uh, So, yeah, I I understand. (laughs) But if they do have a high-scoring offense, Cooper Cup's going to get plenty of points, especially this week against the team. That is supposed to, I put that air quotes, yeah. are supposed to have a high scoring offense. So Cooper Cup, I'm definitely putting in my line. I'm even considering Robert Woods this week, but it's just because of who they're going against. Um, other than that, I mean, Jared Goff's going to throw the ball a few times. I I'm not opposed to any, any daily sure. fantasy with sure. him either. I don't like Higby. I'm never going to like him until he proves it more than just the last four or whatever weeks it was in the, of the season. If Higby comes out and gives me five more really solid games, then I'll believe it, but I don't believe it yet.
0: Yep. I mean, I'm hoping Dallas sucks this year for personal reasons, yes, but I'm sure, no still problem. putting Amari Cooper in my lineups. I have him in multiple places. Yes, yep, I yep. have Michael Gallup in multiple places. Like, I'm not yep. stupid. I think <laughs> that there's a possibility there. I'm hoping I'm wrong and I can stick those guys on the bench because they're terrible, but, I'm again, I'm not stupid. They'll be in my lineups. Yes, um, of course. Is there a Los Angeles Rams running back you are willing to play week one?
1: Oh, man, this, I've just stayed away from it I know. entirely. You and I both. Malcolm, Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers. What do you got there? I really like Cam Akers. I think at the end of the year, he probably takes <laughs> it. But, man, who really knows right now?
0: Yep. Who really knows? Who knows? Wouldn't take the chance. Um, if you're really hurting, you know, if you're doing a Sunday only type of DFS thing or mm. just the late games, I don't know if the Sunday night game is included in those sometimes, but you know, there are those running backs won't be expensive. No, so they won't. if you're mm. trying to fit somebody in there and you can't find somebody, it, it's a, it's a dart throw. Maybe Cam Akers isn't very expensive week one and you can get him in there. Maybe he's the one that gets the touchdown on the ground and that's enough Possible. for you to make your, you know, DFS lineup worth it.
1: Just keep just keep an eye on these guys because if Cam Akers does, you know, within the first two weeks or whatever it is, you know, shows you some signs that he's going to be the guy they're gonna stick with or go to. Go get him. Go yeah. get him, and see if you can get him cheaper than usual. Because people are still you're not you're sure whether or not. Just keep an eye on it. And if he takes it right away and it's obvious, yeah, you're not going to get him. Right. If people aren't going to trade him. But if it's just kind of like okay, he kind of looks like he's being favored. Go out in there and get him, even if it's Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Just keep an eye on these three guys.
0: Okay, we've got two Monday night games again this year, so I am mm-hmm. I am extremely excited about that. Although that late game is pretty late and I'll have to work early the next morning, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm still going to be watching. Uh, <laughs> the early game is Pittsburgh at New York. I am very curious about this game. Obviously, you know, I am all about Saquon Barkley this year, so I'm hoping he comes out and shows everybody what I'm talking about. But then on the other side of that ball, you've got some comeback players.
1: Ben Roethlisberger
0: on the rebound, which means Juju Smith is on the rebound. Deontay Johnson, a lot of people are high on. James Conner is on the rebound. Like, that team was not good last year, but they didn't have hardly anybody doing anything. Now they're all back. They're all healthy for now. <laughs> I, I kind of like Pittsburgh this year. I, I kind of like them a lot. I mean, it's going to be a really difficult division.
1: if Because the talent in that division in yes. itself is really good. Now, obviously, the Browns are the Browns, and we, we're going to see <laughs> all that. But, I mean, even the Bengals, they got a lot of talent. Yeah. I mean, you just you sit back there and look at the division. You're like, man, I wouldn't want to be a fan of a team in that division because there's no chance you're sitting there saying, oh, good, we got a really easy schedule." You know, that's going to be a hard schedule. Nope, it's going to be got really different. Six difficult. games that you have no mm-hmm. idea:
0: two and four, three and three, four and two. Right. If you go anything better than three and three in those six games this year, you're going to be happy in that division, and you'll probably have control of the division.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And one guy in this game, particularly that. I'm looking at, obviously, I think Juju's going to have a good day. Um, But it's strange. It depends on what you drafted. But if Ben Roethlisberger is one of them guys you're just tossing it up, you don't know if you should start him or him, I don't know. I feel like there's a chance he could just say, you know what, I'm, I'm here and I'm ready. Let's do this. This might be his last year. He might say, yeah. I'm done. So this could be it for him. He might say, let's win it now. He might put it all on the line and just do something crazy this year. So I could see something happening week one to where he's like, you know what? I really like this.
0: And it's not against a really good team. No,
1: So it's not, he could probably pick them apart pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you are playing a full slate, I do like Ben Roethlisberger in week one. Again, yeah. it's a bunch of personal preference there because if no, you I don't understand. believe he's all the way back from an injury you're not going to want to play him but course, he's not going to be the top tier quarterbacks in dfs so give him a shot it might be a shootout who knows uh daniel <laughs> jones loves to chuck the ball too and he's got three wide yeah. receivers a tight end and an all-world running back in saquon barkley so if you think it's going to be a shootout, maybe you're putting Darius Slayton in your lineup. Maybe you like Sterling Shepherd. I Tom's been a Sterling I, Shepherd fan for four years or whatever yeah, now. Yep. And then Golden Tate is just kind of that guy that kind of slips through the cracks, but it's still yeah, Golden dude. Tate. I know he's it's still different. talented. I just I haven't picked him up anywhere because I have a a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth from the time with <laughs> the Eagles and – He didn't really pan out for what did we give a third-round pick for him, and we didn't get very far. So I I got a little resentment there over Golden (laughs) State.
1: And and I'm looking at the offensive line uh, for the New York Giants. They have updated that. Quite a bit. Um, obviously, got, they got Andrew Thomas, who's they're going to be their starting left tackle now. Uh, they got a couple of rookies that they drafted, and I don't mind their offensive line too much. I think it's going to help Saquon quite a bit. Obviously, that's probably part of the reason you are higher okay. on him this year than you were in the past. But I think it's going to give some time to Daniel Jones, and I think he might be able to find a little bit of you know Slayton or Tate or Shepard. I, I There's something about Shepard that I can't let go. When he's on the field, I like it. That's it. If he's not on the field, obviously that happens all the time. Right. So take it as me. If you have him and you don't know who you're going to play, I'd play Shepard. I think he's just the tiebreaker
0: as long as he's healthy. Okay. That's uh, my opinion. We didn't really <laughs> mention him a lot, but he is no, one I of am. the top, like six, seven tight ends and Evan Engram. No, if you true, drafted yeah. him, you're playing him. Um, yeah, but as far honestly. as DFS goes, I don't know how expensive he'll be. Um, but I'm not sure that Pittsburgh is that bad against the tight end either. So it might be one of those like, well, a few weeks into the season, we'll finally figure out, oh, maybe you shouldn't play tight ends against uh, Pittsburgh if that's what you're streaming. Uh, One more game. One more game. And we've gotten through all 16 games of week one. (laughs) And, of course, we got some my guys in this one. Tennessee at Denver. That's a West Mm. Coast game because it's in Denver. But – Derrick Henry I've got my shares of Derrick Henry so I am looking forward to seeing what he's got in week one AJ Brown you're not benching Ryan Tannehill's a QB two-ish super flex kind of guy other than that there's not a lot on Tennessee I'm really looking forward to as far as fantasy goes
1: I have a couple shares of Corey Davis I'm just sitting there (laughs) thinking you know Tannehill had success he had success last year and Corey davis it couldn't be a part of that so i'm i'm just kind of holding out hope it's just that one of them throw in things that you kind of hope for right but i think adam humphreys is going to have some success this year as well so i don't have any problems there um yeah I, other than that i like Tannehill. i think he's going to be consistent enough to where he's not going to de- destroy his stat line so okay. i'm fine with it
0: all right well then you got denver one of the biggest question marks on offense <laughs> out of all the teams this year. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. Noah Fant. I think he will be much improved this year. He had a lot of opportunities that were just missed on the quarterback play up until, you know, Drew Locke took over the last few games of last year. And I think those missed opportunities will start to come. Uh, a- in, turned into real opportunities and he will get more targets and he will get more catches. But then you've got guys like Cortland Sutton who are getting drafted really yeah. high. And yep. that's all based on what drew lock possibly could do. I know you've mentioned it. Jerry Judy looks fantastic. He is making really cuts different. and running routes like an all pro <laughs> wide receiver. And you've got guys like KJ Hamler. And then you've got the running back situation in Denver, yep. which if you haven't figured out by now, I am Philip Lindsay all the way. I have almost every single league I have done this year, and I haven't really <laughs> reached that far. That's what I am most proud of right now with that pick right. is I'm getting him exactly where I think I'm going to get him. Nobody's reaching in front of me, and he's fallen right where my pick is. I'm like, oh, man, if he turns I, out, this is going to be amazing.
1: I'll tell you this because – this last draft we just did today, I would have taken him, but because of the way the draft was, it didn't line up with my bye weeks. Right. So I said I can't take him. I got to go with somebody else who doesn't have that bye week. And I just so I went with I think it was James White. Yes, I saw guy you. Guy t- I was home. like,
0: please, please take somebody else. James like, Yes, he's probably gonna fall. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it got to a couple of people. I was like, yeah, there's no way these guys are taking Philip yeah. Lindsay this round. So I was super happy you took James White there. I probably would have taken James White had you not if you yeah, would have fallen still- there. So it's not like it's a huge difference there, though I do think Philip Lindsay is going to have a much better year than Melvin Gordon. I'm sorry, Melvin Gordon owners. Yeah, It just yeah. doesn't line up for me this year with him. Even though he's a Wisconsin guy, we've rooted for him. <laughs> we've loved watching him play. I-, I have a bad feeling about Melvin Gordon this year, and I can't shake it.
1: Yeah, I don't have a huge bad feeling. I just have a... Not great feeling. I don't think he's going to be everything everybody wants him to be. I think Philip Lindsay is going to take a lot of that away, and people are going to start, you know, pushing him down their rankings. They're not going to want Melvin Gordon as the guy that they thought he was going to be. I think Philip Lindsay has a successful year. I'm not going to say it's going to be fantastic. I don't think he's going to. I don't even know if he's going to be better than Melvin Gordon. <laughs> but I can tell you, it's going to be almost equal.
0: Okay, I can tell you that much. Now. I, I have no idea what the salaries are going to be in DFS when it comes to those two running backs week that's one. True. But if they're all on Melvin Gordon and Philip oh, Lindsay yeah. is cheap, I am going to have a tough yeah. time not getting Philip Lindsay in all my DF, uh, DFS lineups. Mm-hmm. That include the Monday night games. There's probably going to be a ton yeah, that true. do the Monday yep. night games. I like doing those like early slates and late slates just to have a, a little mixture of things. But... I'll try and get them in as many as I can for the full slate of games that I do for DFS, so... Well, there you have it. That was uh, it was exciting to talk about. We're going to get some real football finally. It is. It's here. Um, I'm hoping nothing catastrophic happens right before the game start in week oh, one. On. Like, don't oh no, even, my God! Don't even start. <laughs> uh,
1: if, if all of a sudden now, now before football starts, some, some there's some stupid COVID outbreak or whatever. Come on, seriously, 2020, go that, shove it. At that point, I'd
0: just be done. I'm not going to be surprised if it happens. I'll put it that way. It sucks, but it would not surprise me in the least if some meteor just came down and smashed into an NFL stadium. You're like, uh, is that a sign we should just maybe call it quits for a little while? No, I hope none of that happens.
1: There was some kind of like comet or something that was, you know, the size of a human being so it's not like 6 feet wide or whatever it was. So it's not going to cause tremendous damage, but I heard it was going to come down somewhere in the yes. United
0: States. I don't know if that's actually true or not. I I heard something about something that could enter our orbit and land somewhere but uh, i don't think it's going to be the size to take out a stadium so
1: no, no well if it's six feet and it's coming at a it know, still could pace, make a chunk it, it could make it it could make a that da- some damage to this stadium no no doubt
0: <laughs> all right that is definitely enough for us we are way too excited and getting way no, off I the rails wait.
1: can't wait at this point
0: can't wait good luck again you will see us later in the week uh sunday morning we will get some uh, DFS and regular lineup questions, trade questions, whatever you got, please visit us <laughs> on Sunday morning, twitch.tv slash Fuel. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We're going to be tuning in and doing the Back Row jet show here in a minute. Oh, yeah. And then, again, I mentioned earlier, uh, after week one, I will be taking over for the Back Row Eagles show. So hopefully we get a win and I can be all excited about doing my first show for the network on my own. That being said, good luck on the rest of your drafts. If you have any, I hope you're excited about the drafts you did have. And good luck in week one. Let's, uh, let's make some money and uh, stay fueled up for the regular season. Oh, yeah.